Think Possible, Transforming Lives Through Supported Education. Welcome to the Think Possible podcast. At National Learning Network, we are on a mission to change the conversation around inclusive, supported education and level the playing field for those who need a little more support to reach their educational, career, and personal goals. Welcome back to the Think Possible podcast. In this episode, we will hear of some of the initiatives that offer support to our students with autism, as well as the experiences of two students who are currently enrolled in NLN. National Learning Network provides training and specialist support to people who, for a variety of reasons, may find it difficult to gain employment, including adults diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. NLN's parent organization, Rehab Group, has developed an autism strategy aimed to integrate its autism services and to develop the services further in line with the international best practices. Rehab Group and NLN aim to work towards offering a seamless pathway of specialist support for people with autism, through which people can continuously progress and reach their full potential. The strategy is underpinned by a number of principles, including personal progression as defined by the World Health Organization's quality of life measures, specialist staff training, evidence-based practice, physical environment guidelines, innovation, research, and technology. NLN upholds these principles in offering a range of supports for autistic adults around Ireland, such as help accessing adult assessments, anxiety management, confidence building, independent living skills, and employment support. I sat down with Amanda Fox, who is the Services Coordinator for CARA Autism Support Service based out of National Learning Network, Waterford. Amanda herself has been recently diagnosed with autism and will be sharing her experiences as well as the work she does with her clients in Waterford and around the country. I'm here today with the Services Coordinator for CARA Autism Support Services, Amanda Fox. So Amanda, can you tell me a bit about yourself, um, where you're originally from? Hi Stephanie, yes, I'm actually Scottish, so uh, originally from the kind of Aberdeen and Glasgow area, uh, moved over here 20 years ago, and uh, my previous role before I started working with the National Learning Network was as a counsellor in private practice. Awesome, and how long have you been working with National Learning Network? I'm with you guys for nearly seven years, it'll be seven years in August. Oh, wow. And you work specifically for the CARA Autism Support Services in Waterford. Can you talk a bit about the services as well as the supports offered to students and your role as the service coordinator? Okay, no problem. So we're actually based within the National Learning Network in Waterford. Um, we offer three different forms of support. So our service is called the CARA Autism Support Service. And within that, we offer three different levels. So for the students who are on courses in the National Learning Network, we have CARA NLN, where we support the students in the centre. So whether it's um, requirements they have on their courses, so for instance, do they need sensory breaks, movement breaks, do they need fidget gadgets in the classroom, that kind of thing, we support with that. We also work with the instructors on plans that they might, might need for communication or um, their learning styles. 
and um, we also then have a day service which is called the Cara day service and that's for people who perhaps are, are not ready for a job or for a college course and they want something to do Monday to Friday nine to half three so if they're profiled and uh, they get the funding we offer a full day service here within Cara and our third branch to that is the Cara autism outreach service and this is for anybody as long as you are an adult so 18 or over and you either have a diagnosis of autism or you're seeking a diagnosis of autism then we will support you in your community so this is a massive range it could be somebody in another day service it could be somebody who is attending college it could be somebody who has a job or it could be somebody who's at home uh, we'll support them wherever they are at the moment look at where they'd like to get to be and we'll support them with that so we offer a range of supports with psychological supports so just to give you an example with things like anxiety management confidence building assertiveness skills sleep management um a few other things then we do some very practical things for people so for instance form filling housing uh, a lot of people want to move out of the home they don't know how to go about that it's very complicated paperwork will help you with that if somebody needs um, a benefit like disability allowance, again, very complicated procedure will help you fill out all the paperwork and write support letters. And then, you know, uh, lots of other um, practical things like independent living skills, how to catch a bus, uh, where they can go for driving lessons, setting them up with their theory test. Um, then there's lots of social aspects. So we offer social groups within the centre, and I'll just give you a range of those things that we've got on at the moment to give you a flavour. But we have um, cookery groups, we've got an arts and crafts group, we've got Yu-Gi-Oh card games. We did run Dungeons and Dragons recently, that was usually a popular one. Uh, we've got a um, chess club, and we've got a board games group. The other thing that we offer out and about is some coffee groups for, so that people can come together within the autism community but have um, their own little groups. So we've got, for instance, a men's coffee group, a women's coffee group, and we are going to be starting a non-binary coffee group as well. So that's something for everyone. But if you um, identify as male, you come to the coffee group that's for men, no problem whatsoever, no questions. Um, so we offer the psychological interventions, the independent living skills, support and advocacy, and all social events. And then once a week, we have a big social event, which everyone is entitled and welcome to come to. That's fantastic. And now are you comfortable to talk about your own diagnosis? No problem, yeah. So what age were you when you were diagnosed? So it's a very interesting story. I was already working for in the Care Autism Service for about five years. Um, and I'd always um, known that I was very comfortable with the clients and I'd always found it very interesting and kind of, I suppose, a kind of easy mindset to get into. But it was a couple of years ago, one of my clients said to me, um, yeah, but you're autistic. And I said, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not a neurotypical. And he said, really? And then he came up with a big, long list of reasons he thought I was autistic. And I couldn't argue with any of them. It was a good list. So I went away and I thought about it and I processed it. And I said, yeah, you know, I think he's right. I think I am autistic. It never occurred to me before. So um, I joined the lengthy process of the private assessment queue. Um, it took a few months and um, I went through um, an organization 
and uh, yeah I did my assessment which took three sessions and then I got my feedback and they diagnosed me formally that was only in November of 2022 and I was 46 years of age Um, and I have to say that it was a lovely lovely experience they were very good and I felt finally like there was somewhere that I belonged to a group that I kind of fit in with which is a really nice feeling because I'm sure for anyone listening to this who is an adult and doesn't feel like they fit in, if you suspect you are autistic, I really do um, really do think, go for it, go get your assessment because if you get your diagnosis, everything clicks and it is nice to finally have some answers and feel like there is a group that you belong to and get along with really nicely. That's lovely. Um... Do you think an earlier diagnosis would have changed much in your life? I'm not sure. This is a question. So a lot of my clients, um, probably about 30% of my clients now, are also late diagnosis like myself. So I've been on this journey with them all over the last few years. um, And some of them feel like it would have been good if they'd had other supports when they were still in school and they were younger. So the people who are being diagnosed now, kind of late teens, early 20s, but people who are my age, I suppose we all agree that when we were in school, there wasn't those supports. So it wouldn't have necessarily benefited us a lot. It might have given us a bit of understanding, but also, unfortunately, um, the stigma was much greater. Uh, You wouldn't get the supports instead. It probably would have been quite maybe a negative experience, but it's hard to know. Nobody has a time machine. But for those people um, who are newly diagnosed and are only in their late teens and early 20s, definitely would have been good for them to know before. And I would say to anyone who's listening, if um, if you have anyone in your family who has been diagnosed with any kind of neurodiverse condition, autism, ADHD, dyslexia, dyspraxia, Tourette's, then it is to be thinking about, well, could I be also in that bracket or is there anyone else of any of my children that are showing any criteria that might not be terribly obvious, but maybe it's worth getting an assessment because definitely when it comes to exams and school time, it would be fantastic if they got the appropriate assessment. And not everyone is obviously autistic like myself, especially for females, they can appear to be very social um, they can be very good at masking and it won't necessarily be obvious that um, that there's a neurodiversity going on there, but it's very helpful for sports in school. Yeah, that's great to know for anyone listening. And so now for the clients who you mentioned who would be late teens, early 20s, would you say that on average you found that National Learning Network is a great next step for them after leaving school? Yeah, so it really works in two ways, Stephanie. Um, We have the people who um, are already diagnosed and they get profiled and they come to NLM from school and it's a really nice stepping stone. I highly recommend, I've been through, I've got a couple of degrees in the masters, so I've done the whole academic system, but it's very, very hard with neurodiverse brain. It's not set out for us, it really isn't. And I have to say I struggled in the first degree, absolutely, it's such a, a difference. But what I see with my clients is doesn't matter how intelligent they are, the small steps work the best. So I would highly recommend that from school, go to NLM for two years, get the level four there, even though the leading search is also a level four, that's okay, this is a different kind of level four. There's some mm-hmm. practical skills, some real world skills, um, and they've got all the sports in NLM. You've got the psychologist, rehabilitation officer, 
resource teacher, there's an advocacy service, and then you also have the autism supports. It's very important to get the two years with us. And then what we do is we transition them into a level five college. Even though they've got the points for level seven, I don't recommend it. Into level five college, we transition them in, we set them up with the support from level five college, and we still support them with the psychological and the social on our end as well. But they've got the academic supports in the level five college. And once they've had then more and more practice for assignments, more and more practice for deadlines, studying on their own, then we can transition them if they still want to into the level seven college again transition with the sports but they'll have had another four years to mature and another four years to practice those academic skills which is really really important and socialization that they need to be able to survive in college now the other part that i was sorry i meant to say to stephanie as well is what we see a lot with the late diagnosis people is someone will go into college and it'll either happen in their first year well, they'll just completely be completely overwhelmed and everything will fall apart for them or you have high achieving people who will get to their third year and they will burn out from doing everything to a certain level and that's what we usually find out then that those people go and get an assessment um, as part of perhaps a mental health assessment yep. and they'll figure out that they're actually neurodiverse and they'll then come to us and even though they've got the points and they've got the know-how to be in at level seven college they usually come to us for a couple of years, get all the sports I already mentioned, um, get their mental health back on track. And then again, sometimes they'll go back straight back to level seven. Sometimes they'll decide level seven's not for them, go to level five or go and get a job instead. And we can help with that as well. What we do is we do work placements with a view to employment with our employers that are on board. So what we do is we do a three month sample of two to three days a week. We make sure they're transitioned in. We give specific, clear instructions for the employer so they can work well with them so it's for success. And then at the end of the three months, we liaise and say, is this going to work for either of you? And if it does, we transition them into an employment scheme. That's fantastic. So since your diagnosis, have you noticed any changes in the way that you work or interact with your with the students or your clients? Okay, good question. Um, I'm not sure if I do because, of course, I'm autistic. So sometimes I'll miss certain things. Um, I'm more about my own perspective a lot of the time. However, so you probably could uh, interview my clients to find out if I'm different. I think the way it helps my job, if I could answer it that way, is... Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it could be more of an authentic experience for the clients. So I'm no longer advising them of what maybe might work for them and I can um, come from an authentic perspective and say uh, that I do understand and that this is uh, what's something that I've found to work sometimes as well. Um, I think that the clients feel more comfortable sometimes when they've got somebody who's also from the autistic community sitting with them and knows what they've been through. Having said that, our team is a, is a mixture of neurotypical and neurodivergent, and I think that's really healthy. Yeah. Because you see, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to support people who are autistic to survive, to navigate, and thrive in a world that is mostly neurotypical and set up neurotypicals. So we need neurotypicals on our team to help and advise for the best ways to do that because. Obviously, now I realize I'm seeing it from an autistic perspective, so perhaps I'm not seeing all the barriers and all the solutions that the other half of the team could provide, right. which is fantastic. Diversity all the way. Absolutely. 
So you mentioned that these supports allow students to survive, navigate, and thrive in a neurotypical society. So would there be a benefit to implementing more supports like this across the country? And what do you think that would look like? Oh, absolutely. Now, obviously, different areas and different funding, um, you know, will will determine that as well. But I think we need to offer as many diverse solutions and supports as possible. We need to be led by our clients and we need to be led by the needs of our community, which means that each support service could look a little bit different. But uh, yeah, we need a definitely diverse and um, selection of supports throughout the country. Definitely. And so now, what would you say that working for NLN and the CARA support services meant to you? Um, well, I, I've got a job where I actually look forward to coming in in the morning. Not that there aren't some stressful things there are, of course, but um, in general, I really, really enjoy my job. Um, personally, of course, it's led me to my own diagnosis and um, my children's diagnoses who have also been diagnosed and I would never have ever have spotted their criteria had I not been working within the industry because they are not obviously autistic either. So that means that then I can support them as they grow and through the education system as well, which is very important. That's fantastic. Amanda, thank you so much for sitting down with me today and for sharing your own story as well as the supports and services offered through CARA and NLN. Thank you again to Amanda for sharing her story and her work with Cara Autism Services at NLN Waterford. We'll now move further west and hear from Donald and Colin, two students who are diagnosed with autism, who are currently attending National Learning Network Tralee in County Kerry. Hi Donald, thanks for being here today. Can you just start off by telling me a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm from the Stowe town originally, uh, but I was born here in Tralee, the Tralee General Hospital. Uh, I'm an only child, and I love cooking and acting. Brilliant. And how long have you been attending NLN? Uh, for two years now, just over two years. And what course are you doing? Uh, directions in Directions 2. Oh, great. And are you comfortable to talk a bit about your autism diagnosis? I am, yes. Okay, great. Thank you for being so open to sharing. How old were you when you were diagnosed? I would say... Probably somewhere between like 10 and 12, somewhere around there. And where did you go to school growing up? Uh, for primary school, I went to John Clock National School. And then for secondary school, I went to Gloucester Mirksa in the Seoul. And how did you find school? Uh, it was good, yeah. There was support-wise, yeah, I found like there was good support and stuff. Like there wasn't, like if I was struggling with anything, like, there was like help there, basically, yeah. Fantastic. And what did you do when you finished school? I went here to the NLN. Straight away? Uh, yeah, but yeah, after school, yeah. Oh, that's great. And in your experience, do you think there was enough support and guidance given to those who are seeking alternatives to traditional third-level education? Uh, yeah, I think there's good, like, there's good options given, like, like, what, like, what options there are out there and, like, where would be the best place to go and that, like, I, that was good guidance for me personally anyway, there was, yeah. That's really good to hear. And so how have you found your time here at NLN in your directions course? I found it good, yeah. I've definitely found an increase in my independence and a better social life as well. How have you found the support from your instructors in NLN? Uh, yeah, I found it good. There's, like, if there's any, like, problems or anything, I, I know, like, I can go and, like, talk to them and, like, 
it'll be they do the best like to try and like solve it on. That's great. And have you found that the course is personalized to your own needs and you're on your own timeline? Uh yeah, definitely there's like been like if, like when I'm for me like when I'm doing driving lessons I'd say now I'm able to go out for the hour to do the lessons and then come back here then afterwards. So it's like handy like to be able to it's like stuff outside outside yeah. flexibility as well. Like it's been it's very handy. That's awesome. And so what have you found you love most about your course? Uh I would say gaining independence, uh, doing the pips and the self-advocacy and the doing communication skills. That's great. And was there anything that surprised you about yourself since you started NLN? Uh, definitely how more confident I've gotten, like, talking up in class and making new friends while outside college, like, meeting friends and stuff. That's great to hear. And what would you say that NLN has meant to you? Uh, it's helped me like become more independent and being able to speak up more and like advocate for myself more basically. Fantastic. And what do you think you would be doing if you hadn't done the course here at NLN? I'm not really sure because like I'm not like if I didn't have the course like I'm not really sure where I would be now like I, I can't really picture myself like not really like doing anything else besides like, being here basically. That's great. I'd say you're exactly where you're meant to be. And do you think that you'll stay on and do another course here once your Directions 2 is finished? Um, yeah, so I plan on doing the third year course here in Directions, and then I might go on to uh, become a hairdresser then afterwards. Oh, that's great. I'm wishing you the best of luck, and thank you so much for sitting down to chat with me today about your experiences. We'll now hear from Donna's classmate Colin on his experiences as an NLN student. Hi, Colin. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Just to get started, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, my, my name is Colin Wharton, and um, I'm from, I live in Fossa in Clanny, outside Clanny Town. I have uh, one brother and two sisters. Awesome. And how long have you been attending NLN? Since September 2021, so two years. Great. And what course are you doing in NLN? The Directions program, I'm in Directions 2 at the moment. Brilliant. And are you comfortable to talk a bit about your autism diagnosis? Uh, yeah. Great. Thank you for being willing to chat with me about this. So, how old were you when you were diagnosed? Uh, well, I actually didn't know I actually had autism until around, not like only like two years ago, because like, I actually didn't know I had it in school either. Like, so... Uh, I wasn't really sure I had it. Oh, really? And how did you first learn that you did have it? Um, how did I find out? Um, well, yeah, I went for I went for an, ass an assessment like around two two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and where did you go to school growing up? I so for primary school I went to Saint Oliver's in Clarny, and then for secondary school I went to Saint Saint Joseph's in Tralee. And how did you find the support in school growing up? Yeah, yeah, it was um. Yeah, it was good support, like, you know, like... Okay. Yeah. And what did you do when you finished school? Oh, um... Yeah, I, um... I, I, I uh, came straight... To, I went to NLN and started in, up in uh, NLN. Oh, great. So Sam and Donald, straight away. And do you think that there's enough guidance and attention given to those who seek alternative paths to third-level education after leaving school? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of support for people, you know, who want... Who's 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 looking for like um 
what they uh, want to what they want to do like when they leave school like you know like 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 the support and all that and so now that you've found NLN, how have you found your time in your directions course uh, yeah I found it uh, very good like you know I've become very independent over the last two years and I've I've been doing a lot more stuff for myself rather than letting my parents do for me which I would have done in the past and how have you found your time in the course socially I met I, I made new friends and I've met a lot of old friends as well that's awesome and what did you love most about your course um probably the independence and the like trying to like try new things and seeing like things I didn't do in school like that I did in college. Oh great. How have you found the support of your instructors since starting your course at NLN? Well, very good, yes. Yeah. Like if I ever have a problem I would uh they're always there to, to listen to me. And have you found their support a bit more personalized to yourself and your learning? Uh yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, is there anything that has surprised you about yourself since you started NLN? I suppose, I uh, I suppose the like, like, the, the trying trying new things and like 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 um becoming independent and oh and confidence. Definitely, that's very important. And so, what has NLN meant to you? Uh. It has meant like you know becoming independent and growing to an adult and you know like um I suppose it's all part of growing up like and uh, you know like um being like doing your doing doing stuff for yourself like because in school like you had like your teachers doing everything but in college like you have your own independence and you have like you know uh, all that. Absolutely, um, and so what do you think you would be doing if you hadn't done the course? I probably would be uh, probably working like in retail, like probably probably have a job somewhere like in, in Clanny somewhere. And so, what's next for yourself? Do you think you'll continue on to Directions Three or even another course? Probably Directions Three, and then I'm not sure if I'm going to do another course after that. I am going to wait probably when the time's closer. Absolutely, take your time. Well, listen, Colin, thank you so much for sitting down with me and for chatting about your experience and your time in NLN. Thank you to Donald and Colin for chatting with me about their experiences as NLN students. As both students touched on, an NLN course is a great way to foster independence and build confidence while moving at your own pace and working towards a qualification. We've heard about the many different services offered through NLN specific to autism spectrum disorder. If you or someone close to you has autism or might be interested in an assessment and would benefit from the services the National Learning Network offers, we would be delighted to hear from you to discuss your individual needs and the course that would best suit you. You can find your local NLN center and more information on courses and supports at nln.ie. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to share with your family and friends. And until next time, mind yourselves and remember to always think possible.